Hey guys, this is Nerd 2 Banner. My name is Gunner. With me is John. Juan, Hungry John. <laughs> Juan and Neil. Hey, I'm Shut I'm the hell What's up. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the recent uh, Birds of Prey trailer. Oh, God. And just the overall status of uh, the DC Extended Universe. So who wants to start? The yeah. absolute fucking state of things. Yeah, <laughs> start. Is there even a state of things in the DCEU? Man, well, go ahead, Neil. Stop. Go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Levin! Levin! <laughs> are definitely going to be able to tell this is the, uh, the one we recorded after we started drinking. Like. <laughs> oh, oh go, man. Go for it. Personally, I just, I don't even know where to begin because I'm so excited to see Suicide Squad 2 because I know the first one was just absolutely loved by everyone. It was, you know, really thought-provoking, had a lot of things, um... I just want to go on record saying this is not the opinion of the directors. <laughs> actually, I don't even have anything to say. I just wanted to say that. Um, Are I, you trolling? Or? I think, yeah, a little bit, actually. Uh, I, I no, legit. No, 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 yeah, no, I thought was, you were, but I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> John's pretty inebriated right now. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I've been drinking since like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Surprisingly, he's down like 20 beers. No. Surprisingly, yeah. you don't know me, you coward. No, 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 it's a, yes. I'm a fool. He's a lot less abusive today. <laughs> so, Birds of Prairie trailer. Looks like shit. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> not gonna lie. Not a single part of that makes me excited for the movie. The action looks just generic as shit. Harley Quinn doesn't even sound like she did in Suicide Squad. It's like she's very, she's trying really hard to tack on like the animated series voice or something. I don't know. Just, she looks bored during the whole trailer. Everybody looks bored, except for you and McGregor. It's like, he's pretty cool. But uh, apparently he's Black Mask. But, uh. So, if me not knowing much about the Birds of Prey, me have seen. I have seen this trailer. Me yes. have seen. Me <laughs> have seen trailer. Me don't like. Me have seen trailer. Me don't like. Guys, guys it's, been a, it's been a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> having not seen, having not known anything about the Birds of Prey and watching this trailer, I couldn't tell you any of the fucking characters in that trailer without Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn because yeah. she was Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Anybody else in that trailer? I have no fucking clue who's supposed to be who. Yeah, so they, they showed like five other characters, but with like no no scenes of them. They're like, oh, here's a picture of one, here's a picture of another, but they're not doing anything, because look at Harley Quinn, look what she's doing. Look at her just being her crazy self. One thing I, I just want to say, like, I really didn't get from the preview, and maybe I just, I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but uh, watching Margot Robbie play that chick in um, uh, Mall Cops, I don't understand the DC Universe very well, I don't think, because like, uh, y- you know what I mean? Is she is she Harley Quinn in Mall Cops? Uh, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so, so, the DC universe is just in a a weird fucking state of flux. So Man of Steel came out. It's you know it was received pretty well. Then they did Man of Steel two BVS, and I guess that's where the division between like fans really started happening. Personally, I really like BVS. Was that the second? Which one was, was the second? Superman? I don't, I don't remember the second. Batman so, versus Superman? Uh, that was supposed to be the yeah, that was that, Or Superman? Oh, BBS. Yeah, I, was so, like, I was like, what the fuck? There was a Batman second. Batman versus Superman was supposed to be like Man of Steel 2. Oh, uh, gotcha. And uh, from there, they did the Justice League, which 
<laughs> it was just a tonal mess. Suicide Squad was somewhere in between with Jared Leto. Yeah. Uh, in this podcast, we've already talked about how much I hate that interpretation. With Jared of Leto? Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, Aquaman, the advertisements? <laughs> Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman. None of them have been very good. You know, I know people like Shazam and uh, Aquaman and even Wonder Woman. But I mean, as far as superhero movies go, they're pretty boring. You know, just kind of bland. It's like we've only got intro stories so far. Mm. Yeah. It's really like, mm. it was but, so fast. But it's like, oh, here's the Avengers. But then, oh, now here's their <laughs> intro stories. It's just really weird. Like, they were just trying so hard to keep up with Marvel that they just dropped yeah. the ball yeah. and all of it. I mean, Ben Affleck's out. Henry Cavill's out as Superman. And it's like they had such great casting for these characters. And they just totally fucked off, you know, like fucked everything up and had them all just leave. I will say about this, tra- just to get kind of like directly back on topic. I will say um, the action looks really good. The choreography for the fight, the the few fight scenes you see in the ad looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks better than anything that we saw in Suicide Squad. And this is somebody, you know, like, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Harley Quinn as a character uh, outside of the Joker. We talked about this before, right? Joker like, has to be there. Yeah, I, I feel like she's an extension of the psyche of Joker. She's She's an extension of his psychopathology. So the idea of her as a standalone character, not a huge fan of, um, but I feel like the advertisement for this movie showed a lot of really well put together choreography, a lot of really well put together action sequences that I feel like were not there for Suicide Squad. Um, so I, I gotta be honest, I'm kind of excited about That's it. it. I'm kind of excited about it. I, I'm ready to be let down for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. No, okay. Absolutely ready to be let down, but. The ads look good. I mean, not going to lie. Suicide Squad ads looked awful, and the movie was awful. So, I thought the opposite. See, I thought, you thought the, the movie was decent? No, I thought the trailer. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the first part you said, I thought the opposite. I thought, I got really hyped for the trailer. Because, well, one... Uh, the Suicide Squad? Yeah, Suicide Squad. They, uh, I, I don't know if it's just a director thing, but um, the soundtrack that they do... We were just talking about this when we were reviewing the thing again. Uh, we watched a little bit of... Suicide Squad, just to kind of like refresh, it seemed like the the music choice didn't really fit into a lot of yeah. places, but they were such popular songs. Like you play Bohemian Rhapsody on anything, I'm gonna fucking like it. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. they played Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody on the trailer, and I was like, oh my dick is so hard. So yeah. like I just I don't think I don't know. It's it's such a so Suicide Squad. They were going for a very dark tone, and when they showed the test screenings. People were like, "Oh, this is really fucking like dark. I don't like this. I don't like this." So like, I mean, a month or two before the movie got released, they're like, "Oh, we got to start adding like funny scenes. Like we got to lighten the tone of this movie." And I think that yeah, they completely butchered this movie. Uh, Joker, you know, they focus so hard like on a showing him to like the like oh Joker's gonna be amazing. Jared Leto's a great Joker, but they cut out all his scenes. Like they basically changed the story very last minute. And, like, you can tell, like, the movie's just totally off. Like, even the good songs that they have, they're in scenes that make no sense. There's jokes that are thrown around, like, just in very awkward uh, scenarios. Like, it's just, it's awful. And it's, it, it's, it was last minute, like, uh, producers, you know, just kind of, like, trying to come and... That makes a lot of sense. As an idea for the people that produce that movie, uh, release the unedited version. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, include all the stuff with the Joker. You will have... 
you will have commercial oh, success. It's kind of like Justice you League. You will it, absolutely uh, have commercial it's success. It's like everybody wants Zack Snyder's release of the Justice League. His, yeah, like, yeah, so many people child. are coming in. We're like, yeah, you can't do this. Uh, we don't want the movies to go we this don't way. Like that. Yeah, start that. throwing in some jokes. And it's like, you, when you, yeah, when you fuck with like a director's uh, artistic vision, it's like what comes out is just a jumbled mess of ideas that none of it's with no coherency. So there's a famous expression a, uh, a giraffe is a horse designed by counsel. Right, so anytime you have all these people with their different hands in the pie, you're gonna ruin it, right? Mm-hmm. Too many, too many cooks ruins the broth, whatever the expression is, and I feel like that's what we have with Suicide Squad. You had way too many people coming in and saying, "I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this." People are not gonna respond to that. People didn't like this, whatever, and they, like you said, they sort of Frankenstein monstered this fucking movie into existence. Mm-hmm. Every and single movie's been like that. Oh my god, yeah. it makes so much sense. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like Suicide Squad was like a shining example yeah, of, of that. Just, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it was like Justice, or, sorry, yeah. Justice League. Justice League was a great example. So you can actually tell the scenes where Josh Whedon came in after Zack Snyder, and it's like they're just undercut, like. There's a serious scene, and then all of a sudden there's like a, oh, let's just joke around real quick, and yeah. then go right back to like a life-threatening scene, but let's throw a joke just real last yeah. minute. It's just, it's It's awful. very awkward. Yeah. yeah you, you, ruin, you ruin movies like that. You sort of destroy any chance of immersion that anybody can have. And like in our last uh, podcast we were talking about with the Joker, this is something that we didn't bring up, was the immersion, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was a singular vision, a singular story, mm-hmm. a singular thing to follow, you could immerse yourself in the film so effortlessly. And in Suicide Squad, that was a very jarring thing to try and do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not follow the fucking story. I don't even know. I, I, I mean, yeah, I was sense. like, what is going on? What emotion <laughs> it, am I meant to feel? Yeah. It was too many storylines trying to mesh together as one. So, yeah, Aquaman, you know, I know a lot of people like it, but to be honest, it's kind of a tonal mess too. Like, I don't think they knew what they were really wanting to do. Yeah. And it's just... You're wrong about that. Aquaman was a masterpiece. Jason oh, yeah. Momoa, ca- Jason Momoa yeah. carried the fuck out of that movie. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a man crush on so Jason I can, Momoa. I love Jason Momoa as an actor, but as Aquaman, I think that was probably one of the worst decisions that they made. Honestly, I would have liked You're to have... fucking die in your sleep. So he <laughs> should he should have been uh, he should have been Superman's enemy Lobo. If y'all have ever seen Lobo, he's the crazy oh, space yeah. biker like bounty hunter. He's just always like, I'm the main man. Like, he's just crazy. <laughs> I could totally see Jason Momoa acting like that. Just going batshit crazy. Like, he, he tried to say Spaceman's Joker, right? Yeah, Is a little bit, yeah. He's just a really cool villain. And it's like... Uh, Spaceman, Superman. He would have <laughs> been a much cooler uh, Lobo than Aquaman. Because Aquaman's a king. He's supposed to be regal. I don't know what the fuck this movie was. It sure wasn't that. Honestly, but I can't like, even comment on that because I have yet to see the Aquaman movie. Same. I gave, I gave up on him, dude. Like, after being disappointed by every single DC okay. movie, so, I just, I couldn't I'm gonna, fan. I'm going to tell you guys this real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Um, Aquaman, for its faults, is a fantastic movie. I keep hearing positive things about it. I just, I don't know. I just so, uh, never bring For it its faults, it is still a fantastic movie. If somebody asked me... Hey, is it worth you know um, spending a dollar to see Suicide Squad? I would say, save your fucking dollar. <laughs> like literally, save your fucking dollar. Buy some gum. You know what I mean. But if somebody said, some "Hey, yeah, is it worth what? Is it worth a couple hours of my life to watch uh, you know Aquaman?" Absolutely. I think it's it's not the best movie ever made, 
but it's very well done. And I, I thought it was a great, great movie. I think it was a good movie, they, to be honest. They definitely have some cool effects and everything. Like, some of the scenes look really nice. The story is decent. It's contiguous. <sighs> story. That's kind of where I... It's an contiguous. Story. <laughs> it has a plot, and yeah. it's seen, it goes through See, it. And which, we, I mean, like, that's abnormal. That's abnormal so, for superhero <laughs> movies these the, days. The thing, I guess so. <laughs> the issue I have with Aquaman is... The issue I have with all the DC movies is they try to put so much into one movie, mm. it becomes bloated yeah. and incoherent. So... There's two enemies in the Aquaman movie. One was Black Mana, and one was his brother, who was Ocean Master. They could have done two separate movies. Like, Black yeah. Mana, his story was really cool. Like, he, Aquaman ended up basically killing his dad. Gave him, like, a real reason to hate Aquaman. That whole arc was really cool. He had the coolest suit, like, the most comic book accurate suit of anybody in the fucking DC universe so far. But then they killed him off, like, 40 minutes into the movie. And it's a long, long movie. And it's like, oh, wow, I was kind of expecting the end to be coming near, but I still got, like, another hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it's... They wasted that potential with uh, Black Mana. He could... He should have had his own sequel. Or, like, uh, his own separate movie. They very shoddily shoved Black Mana in there. So that, that is a good, valid critique of the movie. I will say the arc of him and his brother... Is, is much more overarching. It's much more what the movie's really about and stuff like that. And it should have and focused Black on Black Manor should have definitely been a sequel. It yeah. should have absolutely been a sequel. And it wouldn't have been as interesting. It wouldn't have been as you know high profile or good a story like a lot of sequels are. But it would have been much better to do service to that character, Black Manor, than to just sort of like ream him in there like they did. So it's... So you're right about that. What, you are right about that. What John a good movie. What John says about the immersion... I found it so jarring because they were changing scenes so much to where they're in the ocean, then they're in the desert, Mm -hmm. then they're in this other part of the ocean, then they're in the abyss, and then they end up in, like, some prehistoric place in, like, the center of the earth. Really kind of (laughs) weird. And then, like, but then, uh, I don't know, it's like, I was closing my eyes, because I've watched it twice, and I've fallen asleep in it twice, and it's not because I don't enjoy the movie, it's just, it's so long, I guess I just doze off, you know, like, you're staring at something for so long, and, like, nothing significant's happening, Kind of get, you know, I guess tired. I mean, obviously, We're just I get old tired. now, dude. We're yeah. just old now. <laughs> Maybe I'm just, yeah. It, it's, I'm not saying it's not visually stimulating. Like, no, it's awesome. I like seeing the effects. I remember waking it was up. very good. And there's like this giant Kraken thing, like during like sharks and alligators fighting this huge war, like crazy <laughs> shit. But it's just like, oh, how the fuck did that happen? Like, yeah. I, they were in the desert last I saw, but like, yeah. I'll, I'll, but, I'll, uh, go, I'll give y'all the benefit of the doubt. And I'll go watch Aquaman. But watch it, watch it. And yeah, you'll, you'll give it a real second. shot. I'm not saying our criticisms are definitely valid. So the Black Man <laughs> thing, they did not do that correctly. They sh- fucking shoved it in there, and it was very haphazard. Sure. And I will never yeah. say to not watch a movie because I'm very much the opinion. Go get. Go <laughs> do not watch Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm very I'll much see. go get your go gather your own opinion. Watch it. You know you may really like it. You know a lot of people loved Wonder Woman. And it was okay. You know, the final villain just wasn't it for me. He, he was just yeah. Ares. Ares? Yeah. I never saw Wonder Woman. You didn't like I Captain America? Aquaman was kind of like... Aquaman. Aquaman. I'm sorry. Wonder Woman. No. Wonder Woman. Your coat's wearing off. Wonder Woman was kind of like how y'all are describing Aquaman. Like it, it was a coherent story yeah. that made sense. Um, I think... I think the thing that does it for me with these DC movies is um, I need the characters to have some real dialogue or to not just be it. Like the person who's writing the script 
needs to figure something out because uh, if you go back and watch some of the dialogue, we just watched a uh, uh, clip of Suicide Squad where Harley Quinn was talking to uh, the Killer Croc. I've never, I just, that and also scenes from Justice League I've seen before. I just, the dialogue and like the character interactions with each other. You tell me that the dialogue is good and go back and listen to fucking The Flash and Batman have banter with each other or just anyone having banter with each other, especially while they're fighting, and tell me it's good dialogue. Mm. Or any type, as soon as they get into the city with Suicide Squad and Harley starts talking to other people and all the villains mm. start talking to each other, and you really start to get to see like what their personalities are. It's literally, it's probably the most, it's Car- like... It, cartoonish. No, it's yeah, really, like, I, yeah, kind of, but it's, it's more like my fucking middle school fucking yeah, cousin is yeah. writing the dialogue for these characters. It's there's literally zero depth. It's 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 almost like they're trying to kill time because when when I think about a movie or like when I think about uh, making like uh, any type of story or anything like that, there has to be an immediate there there has to be a reason for every scene. You don't mm-hmm. add scenes. You don't add dialogue just for the fuck of it. Like you 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 show something about the personality. You show something about the plot. Or you give information. You don't just fucking talk out of your ass for yeah. zero reason. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, don't do podcasts because we're just talking out of our ass Dude, for zero. But that's <laughs> crazy. But that is a no. That's a that's a huge issue I have with Marvel movies. Also, I feel like Marvel hasn't grasped the whole dialogue thing. A lot of their movies, except for like ones that are meant to be funny, like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know Thor Ragnarok, like brilliant movie. Where they brilliant movie. Where they Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. You, you guys are a bunch of child. Lovers, huh? Too. Directors James Gunn. Guardians of the Galaxy supporters. How dare you? As soon as you finish up, I am going to bring up kids. So, so, like, movies that are meant to be funny, I understand having, like, the just, you know, crazy one liners throughout all their movie. But, you know, like, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, like, Civil War Mm -hmm. happened. Like, they're all fighting, but they're also joking with each other. And this is supposed to be, like, a series. They're not really fighting. Yeah, Yeah. there's, like, two divisions of, like, hey, one should follow the government, the others don't want to. It's kind of a tense situation, but they undercut it with so many jokes. It looks like they're just having, like, a fucking schoolyard brawl. Like, oh, huh, I slapped you, you slapped me. You called me gay. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with Endgame, and, like, they're all just kind of making jokes, and it it makes light of these dark situations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> trying to ignore what John said. <laughs> uh, no, 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 we're just talking about but, uh, schoolyard accusations. Yeah, schoolyard yeah, banter. We grew up in the fucking 90s. That's what, that's yeah. what happened in our school. Look, I'm but, uh, LGBT, okay? Fuck <laughs> off. No, it's just... Uh, I'm missing a few letters. Look at you! Yeah, I think it's the whole alphabet now. <laughs> but, uh... I'm offended. <laughs> it's just, um... There's... <laughs> yeah, no... Yeah. I feel like all mo- all superhero movies are running into this issue, except for yeah. you know like Joker, Dark Knight trilogy. So the ones that well, are going for a more serious tone, they're yeah. not trying to. Well, movies that are actually choice. made to be to be lighthearded and stuff like that, yeah. like you said, Thor Ragnarok, Guardians but, of the like, Galaxy, fuck. even Shazam, dude. Like Shazam was meant to be a, a like lighthearted, lighthearted DC movie, yeah, and Sh- it did well. Shazam's a ten year old kid with superpowers turns into a big burly dude. He's still I've a ten year old. Movie actually is a good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, for what it for what it is, it's it mm-hmm. it plays on what I, the movie's supposed so, to be. I can't hear the name of the movie, though, and not think of that 90s Disney movie, Kazam. Kazam. Talk about a brilliant <laughs> fucking movie. That was such a good movie. So, 
I just can't believe Aaron Carter beat Shaq. At, uh, oh man, you know, well, stranger than fiction, am I right? Like, <laughs> Shazam was good. Nineties, but was uh, weird. Kazam, you weren't. Yeah, that was good. Shazam. When that kid I, said, "I wanted," <laughs> I wish it would rain uh, junk food. My fat ass little nine year old ass was like, "Yeah, boy, you right. Yeah, boy, you right." But that movie uh, catered to kids. Like, yeah. if your kid had three fucking wishes, that's what he's gonna do, right? Yeah, that's that's right. exactly what Shazam did. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Kazam, yeah, sure. Kid. Yeah, but Shazam's good. Would I watch it again? Hell no. But I mean, you it's watch okay. Kazam again? Watch that. What? Yeah, it, it's okay. Kazam? Yeah. yeah, but would you watch Kazam again for the second? Time? <laughs> uh, probably. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I can't support uh, Disney's. <laughs> we're talking about a song never mind we're talking about a Joji song I thought for a second you were going to get back on James Gunn no 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 I was talking about uh, the only person Nickelodeon that can, girls the only person that can get accused of pedophilia but then get wanted back for more Marvel movies yeah <laughs> he's a sick fuck but he's a good director God damn direct. <laughs> so it's God, his taste in, not in, 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 in music so I'll say this so, kind of a, a quick point I think uh, Marvel has sort of cornered the market on kids' movies, right? Mm -hmm. So things that, like, you're a 30-year-old guy, you've got a 5-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 10-year-old, you can take your kids, you can watch their movie, and, 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 you know, one can get just as much out of the movie as his kid, right? It's very surface level. It's very black and white, bad guys, good guys, you know. Oh, simple humor, things like that. Oh, there's a couple adult jokes, whatever. You know, but DC, uh, like we saw with the, the new Joker movie, and with um, really the, the all of the uh, Christian Bale Batman movies, um, they're very good at exploring dark topics and psyches that are very, very adult and very, very serious. And I think DC needs to stop with these, let's make a silly movie. Trying let's, to cater you know, to a younger audience. Yeah, let's There's stop trying to make a movie that parents can take their kids to. Let's make a movie that parents want to go see. They're not taking their fucking kids to go see. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? It's about because they're real sexy. Yeah, this theater we're turning the lights all the way off. Yeah, the thing is because let's be honest. I mean, like Disney Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. I mean, sounds like a dick. Yeah, not kids movies, not kids movies, but I mean, very good movies. Disney has the capability to do that. I mean, the Netflix shows of Punisher and Daredevil were great. I didn't watch the others. Is that Disney? Yeah, yeah, well, they own Disney, now. yeah. Really? So it's Netflix that produced the shows, but they oh, let okay, Disney okay, have okay. the or Disney let them have the characters. Disney had a firm grip on them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like way. those are great shows. Sure, it's Disney like it shows HBO. that the mature material is yeah. there, and people really have an interest in it. But Disney went and pulled them. They're like, no, we're gonna do Disney Plus. Everything's family oriented. Yeah. Can't have no death or anything real in our subjects. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> No, but it's kind of every villain we've ever come in contact with. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of that, here. That, that whole thing made me laugh when, you know, they were talking about how they're going to Disneyfy Star Wars. Disney owns HBO, home box office. And all I can think is, like, when people are critiquing Disney in this way, it's like, oh, yeah, the Disney Sopranos, where Donald Dunk fucking, <laughs> you know, like, chokes a, uh, a rival crime boss to fucking death. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Donald Dunk, I want my fucking money! <laughs> <You know? laughs> Disney version, right? I'm sorry, Donald. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> or like a uh, fucking uh, Daffy Duck and fucking Prison Break. You know what I mean? Which is HBO. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Warner Brothers is Daffy Duck. Sorry, 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 Donald. Donald Duck. But I want my fucking money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next podcast idea. We're all gonna talk in Disney voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gonna be bad representations hey, of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, uh, listeners, you guys, you guys need a beer? No, yeah, no. Uh, John's getting beers. I'll take another beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get like. We don't need any more. There's no one listening to this. Uh, should I get like three beers for the three listeners? <laughs> <laughs> for those three listeners, thank you. We appreciate you. us listening to ourselves. <laughs> we are our own fan base. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Do I get my car listening to this again? <laughs> nice. Nice. This is a, yeah, hilarious. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back to Birds of Prey and why I think it's a horrible trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so it may not be a horrible movie it may not be I hope not DC really needs a win other than Joker yeah but uh wait wait take the take the bad taste of Suicide Squad try to put it out of your mouth no so I did with this movie okay I heard this trailer I really tried so they have the Huntress who's gonna be in there pretty cool character they have uh Black Canary also gonna be a cool character Black Mask interesting villain Mr. Zaz Another interesting villain. They have cool characters, but this trailer showed hardly any of it. They focus so much on Harley Quinn that I feel like this whole movie is just going to be about her. Uh, Cassandra Kane, who is a Batgirl, or was a Batgirl for a while. She's orphaned now. She's like one of the best martial art fighters in all the fucking DC Universe. Like, better than Batman. And they have her. I see the actress that's playing her, and it's just like... What are y'all doing? Like, they've, they've changed her character so much in this. It's like, oh, that really takes away my excitement for it. Because if they're going to basically... Uh, what am I so, I, if, if they're going to take her character and alter it so much, I'm only going to assume that they're going to do that with all the other characters. Was that the, was that the shy girl in the car? That yes. Dynamite? Yeah. She, she, that was like... That's so apparently... Like the best fighter? Yeah, that's supposed Which, to be. Is yeah. she... In the comics, is she, like, a super shy, like... So she's a mute because uh, her father was David Kane, who was, like, a really strong uh, assassin. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was really good. He taught Batman some moves. But he raised her, like, from, you know, from being born just to be a killer. Like, he never taught her how to speak. He's, like, just basically taught her all these killing arts. So she knew how to, like, fight and, like, almost, like, communicate with, like, her fists and everything. And she didn't learn to talk till much, much later in, like, her teenage years. But this, it's like, I look at that girl, and it's just like, I, I don't see that. I don't feel like they're even going to try to, like, take that approach with her. Tomorrow. Which is unfortunate. Be, no, uh, the girl that's being John's Cassandra back. Kane. <laughs> yeah, he got some beers. Uh, oh, so you said John's back. I thought you said, never mind. John's and, uh, I back. I was like, what? So, I don't know. It takes some of the excitement <laughs> away. And, yeah, I like Harley <laughs> Quinn as a character, but I agree with John. I think uh, she's interesting in, when she's with the Joker, because she's just like... So this is what happens to someone God that regularly. <laughs> Sorry. So this is someone that regularly spends time with Joker. Get the fuck in the closet. <laughs> because her whole inception as a character, she was treating the Joker. She's a medical doctor, a psychiatrist, right? Wasn't that? Wasn't yeah. that? And that's her whole inception is an extension of the Joker's psyche. 
Wasn't like, that literally the comment that she says in the very beginning of the trailer is a Harlequin is someone that is like... That, it's a servant. It's a servant yeah. to another person. So it's yeah. funny that they say that because they use it as like a way that she's going to empower herself. Oh, but she's I fe- breaking out. I feel like that's going to be a self-fulfilling. Like they said it and now they're just going to prove that, yeah, she's not very good on her own. A little on the nose. A little <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. nose, but yeah. Honestly. Well, a lot of people forget that she she came into being as a... As a fucking cartoon character yep. in the Batman animated series, you know? So Oh that's right. She in, wasn't in, in that in that show, man, she got abused like fucking crazy. You know? And so, you know, good on good on Margot Robbie to try and portray Harley Quinn in a better light, but don't force it. Yeah, and so that's what they're doing to all the Harley Quinn series. You know, they're trying to get her away from the Joker try to make her a standalone character but i honestly don't think you really can because even when she was on her own she was with the suicide squad so she's with a team of other people to try to hide the fact that you know she's that they can't make a good solo comic with her because honestly she's not that interesting when she's on her own yeah she has a relationship with poison ivy yeah that's cool i guess but it's just Very it doesn't sexy. Yeah, and it doesn't carry a story very well this is this is what i don't understand right so so like we've established Harley Quinn is an extension of the Joker's psyche. Her whole origin story is centered around the Joker. I love her origin Let's story. explore the characters of Catwoman. Let's explore the characters of <laughs> Poison <have>. Ivy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know did. what I mean? No, no, no. But I mean, like, in, in, the, modern, in the modern era, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. without the fucking mistakes that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, about Halle Berry, but damn, yeah. Catwoman. Fuck! Yeah. Halle Berry, fine as fuck. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah, I love you. Just yeah. maybe not in movies, okay? <laughs> um, but look, there's so many interesting, strong, powerful female characters that we don't need to make this Harlequin that doesn't exist. Explore Poison Ivy. Explore Cat. They're they're both sexy and they're both individual self-made characters independent of the bat. Yeah, I'll be so the Birds of Prey. All the other characters are very strong. Like. Uh, feminine heroes in their own rights. It's like, all of them could have been a strong basis for this movie. Are they well, heroes or they're all villains? No, so the Birds of Prey worked with uh, Bat- Batgirl. Mm. When she was paralyzed by the Joker, she took on the name uh, Oracle, and she was kind of like, she worked in a clock tower, was basically the intel for everybody, like yeah. Batman, and she had her own team called the Birds of Prey who would do missions for her since she couldn't do them anymore. And it consisted like Huntress, uh, Bat, uh, the new Batgirl, Cassandra Kane, for a bit. Uh, it had. Is she in the movie? Who? Oracle. Mm-mm. They didn't put Oracle in the movie. No, so it's like they have the Birds of Prey without the actual reason for why they even Oracle's became Birds of Prey. Oracle's such a good character. So though. they're making it to where Harley Quinn is almost going to embody that character. Yeah. She's going to be the one. I that's mean, gonna... it, it's she, a Harley, I mean, Harley. Well, Quinn... it's in the title. It's it's in the fucking title. Birds yeah. of Prey: The Emancipation of Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, but it's just like all of them on their own, like. Uh, the Huntress, you know, she was a vigilante that took justice into her own hands and she tried to be Batgirl, but, you know, she was so okay with killing that, you know, she just never could cut it. Like, Batman always just, he was willing to train her, but she didn't want to do things his way. She grew up from a mafia family. They were all gunned down. She wanted revenge. Who was that? The Huntress. She was in that trailer for, like, a good two seconds. Uh, Black Canary (laughs) is a really cool character. I mean, she's got that ultrasonic screech. You know that fucks everybody up like but it's like X. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice uh, but she's a really cool character on her own it's like I feel like all of them could have been the cool like strong basis but 
that you're focusing too much on Harley Quinn. Which I mean, I, and Margot Robbie's a great actor. You can't I'm, really blame him for yeah, it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not but, shitting on Margot Robbie. I just Harley Quinn's not that interesting of a character. I, so, I I understand that everybody wants her to be because she's survived an abusive relationship, you know, for years, uh, and they really want to show that she can be empowered after. But even I, then, she's an extension of what Joker did to her. Yeah, it's not an interesting character. It's like when you try so hard to give her empowerment now, it's just really showing like. You can't escape your past, you know. Like you, yeah. The, the harder your you're victimhood trying. made you what you are. Yeah. I think. Well, it's it's weird because we've we've all read this comic, uh, The White Knight, and it's it's a super good like way to like. I need that, bro. I need to read it, dude. It's good. It's like, oh man, it's it's got a really it it puts Harley Quinn in like this this light uh, of like that was actually I, honestly I've never felt more empowered for. Harley Quinn, uh, than reading that story, because she, like, she, I don't know, there was... So, a quick rundown of the story is, uh, Joker gets cured and becomes his alter ego, or his alias of Jack Napier, and he decides to sue Batman and the GCPD for all the abuse he suffered for the years, and you find out that Harley Quinn had set up this whole situation, and, like, she wanted Jack Napier back, and when she was on her own, away from Joker, she really developed into her kind of the whole thing that we're saying against but she became her own person like she stopped being harley quinn she she focused on the thing she was she wasn't harley quinn yeah she was being she she was a psychiatrist she was really smart before she met the joker she's smart when she met the joker but she was she wasn't felt she didn't feel held back by him anymore and she really grew into her own person uh go go on yeah no it it was just it was just i just i just thought of that because it's weird to see uh, Harley Quinn in that light as like a, a normal person or whatever and she was like really supportive and like a really good like partner to is it Jack Napier is that mm-hmm, what his mm-hmm. name is um, aka Joker um, it's almost like there was two personalities like the Joker was one person he would snap back out of it into Jack Napier but um, and you could tell uh, it's she was she was behind the whole thing right like mm-hmm. she made him normal yeah and she's she, the one that masterminded yeah, everything and yeah, she's just she's a really the whole she's setting a, up Batman. I think so cool. I think I think that's an interesting aspect of her. Um, but her going around and just being like, I like pizza and also shooting shotguns. Yeah. That's just kind of boring. Yeah. I like to kill people. And if, if they want to, they want to empower original. her and give her a strong role. Give her all the cards she needs. She she's dealt with, man. Yeah. Give her the brains. Like, yeah, give so, her the brains. Yeah. So even in the animated series, there was an episode where Harley Quinn set up a trap for Batman because she wanted to please the Joker, mm-hmm. and she had Batman dead to rights. And uh, you know, she was super excited. She's like, "Oh my gosh! Like Mr. J is gonna be so happy. You know, I caught the Batman. Like there's no escape. This is when the Joker wants. yeah, and Joker yeah. came and he got super pissed off and like beat her because he's like." You don't understand. Like this was between me and him. Like he, like he, she basically You're secondary. Yeah, yeah. So she, she showed yeah. that she could do what Joker couldn't, and like he hated that. What Joker couldn't? Yeah, and I, it's like because even yeah, right. even that's a hard. No, it's I don't, to grasp because like even, I don't think it's because even Batman is laughing at the Joker. He's like, she did in one day what you've been trying for years and have failed, and like he hated hearing it, but it was the truth. I yeah, I, yeah. Disagree. Yeah. I, I always disagree. thought the Joker was able to. Get he could. He could. Point. He could. But he chose to do the. He chose not to, and right? that's what he didn't like about what Harley did. That's my opinion of it. 
Yeah, but so and yeah, that could be the case. But, like, but, but she's, that, she's showing she's just as capable. Yeah, and of he was caught Batman by surprise. You know, he was incensed by Harley not getting that. I think was also part of it. Yeah, but still, she's someone without the Joker's help. Had Batman dead to rights, like that's not an easy feat. I mean, yeah. all these other villains have yet to do that. You know, uh, except for like a small handful. Like that's that's something to really like focus in on or like be proud of. But. Yeah. This movie, they're just focusing on her being crazy. It's like, they, I don't think they understand the character. Like, she's more than that. She's really smart. In, like, some iterations of her meeting the Joker, she knew he was tricking her, but he, she still fell for him, you know? Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a class where we were doing, like, character development, and um, I remember I had I had brought up, like, uh, a character that has, um, quote-unquote, like, is crazy, quote-unquote, or mm-hmm. insane, or has, like, some kind of, like, mental illness or something like that. And she literally stopped me mid and was like, okay, uh, I know you're trying to do it, and it's and it seems like an interesting thing, but you can't just go in there and just be like, "Oh, this character is just crazy," or he's mentally insane. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out exactly what's going on. You need to develop the character around that, and then you know do the thing, and then yeah. write the thing. Like it's 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 kind of lazy when you're just like, "Oh, she's just crazy. She likes yeah. to kill people." Like, that's what lacked that's, in Suicide Squad. They yeah. didn't have a very yeah. good backstory right? for her, and then oh, now they're doing nuts. this second movie. Yeah, yeah. it's like, well. I mean, you don't have to go out and be like, like, you know, they don't have to just start info dumping on like a mm-hmm. mental illness that she has, but like allude to it a little bit or like kind of have a consistent like crazy. I'm, I'm doing air quotes. You can't get, you guys can't see. But uh, yeah. So the other thing I didn't, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The other thing I didn't like is Suicide Squad is a very superficial childlike exploration of what a crazy person is. Mm-hmm. So um, the Joker is the exception to that. That's a very adult a uh, very uh, clinical observation of what a crazy person is like, mm-hmm. right? We talked about it in the last podcast. And the Suicide Squad, like I said, I, I think Harley Quinn's character in that in that movie is um it's a very childlike understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's not she doesn't even strike me as crazy in the movie so much as just criminal. Mm-hmm. She's not she's not an actual crazy person. Yeah. She's cool. just she's just a she's a street level scumbag. You yeah, know what I mean? Who yeah. got connected with the Joker. And that's what her character is. She was a PhD in psychiatry, a medical doctor, um, whatever. And she also just happened to be a criminal and got connected with the Joker. She's not actually crazy, as we can observe her in Suicide Squad. She's rational. She has goals. She accomplishes things. She does things. She's not a crazy person like they try to portray her as. Yeah, And it's it's... It's a boring character. She's another scumbag in Gotham. It almost like, seems like they were over-sexualizing her in that movie. Yeah. That's yeah. Easy. And that's yeah. just to try and sell tickets, you know? And it's it's like, easy to do with Margot Robbie, though, boy. But, I mean, woo, boy. So, so, <laughs> what John said, I think... She has a great personality. What really Ooh. nailed it on the head is... Super good. Got yeah. a great pair of personalities. Harley Quinn isn't crazy as much as, like... She wasn't ever in the beginning. Maybe when she was with the Joker, because he went and broke her down. Like he did things to, you know, like really fucked with her. Probably made her crazy. Got to the point where you know she was almost emulating him a little bit. But I really thought it about seemed that. a lot more like impersonation of a character than than a her being her own. Yeah. I never yeah. thought about the fact that like, because like when we when I think of Joker now, at least like you know I think of like the mental instability and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And since she is a direct correlation or an extension of him, is she just 
crazy into the Joker. No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's what it is. That's it. She's like super in love with him. Like she's it's, super into the Joker. It's it's just a Weird. severe case of Stockholm syndrome. Like she's in, like head over heels would do anything for her. her. Whole character revolves around, around the her Joker. Infatuation with the Joker. Yeah, and it's so, just now that they're trying to move her away from that. It's like, well, what is she? Because she's not. She's nothing without. Yeah, him. she's I mean, she's not certifiably insane. Oh, yeah. She's not. That is her character. She's smart and she's a good fighter. She's a really good fighter, but it's like, but what's her character beneath that? You know, without the Joker. I mean, to go back to White Knight, yeah. they 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 ended up they were they were broken up in the there was actually like a, a fake Harley Quinn at the time, yeah, and then uh, her uh, I don't know. So there's a Harley Quinn that looked like uh, Margot Robbie from Suicide Squad. They were trying to draw parallels of like what she used to be, like yeah. an animated series, to how sexualized she is now. She came. She came back because they had broken up or whatever. When when the real Harley Quinn had broken up with Joker, or like they had separated or whatever. Yeah. She became normal. Mm-hmm. So without Joker. Yeah. She is normal. Yeah, right? she's just normal. Yeah, and that's the. She huh. once she got over her Stockholm syndrome, she's like, you she know, was, I am a doctor. You know, like she's she's smart. She's really smart, and she's just a normal person. Very smart. Because she's very quote unquote cool. crazy because yeah. she wants to. Yeah. She wants Joker to like her, but not, if she doesn't have an interest in Joker, then she's... She's infatuated yeah. with the Joker. She's it, enraptured with his with his mental disability, or, or, or ability, super ability, whatever you want to call it. But in a, No, that's that's so true. In like these comic series, they try to make her like another Deadpool. Like she's fourth wall breaking and all this stuff. And it's just, it doesn't work without the Joker, you know? It's Yeah, it's, it's very boring. It's very played off. That's just not who she is. And the White Knight, like Neil said, it was a very good way of showing that she didn't need him to be successful, you know? She just, she fell in with the wrong guy and got infatuated with him and did a lot of bad shit because of him. Yeah, It's very interesting to see her character explored so deeply in these movies. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, you go to McDonald's every day, you know what I mean? And you talk to the young lady behind the register, and there's a guy cooking fries behind her every day. And uh, they make a movie, not about the lady who you interact with every day, who takes your order and everything, but the guy who cooks the fries. Uh, you know what I mean? His only existence is an extension of the lady taking your money to buy those fries. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of like my interpretation of somebody who loves McDonald's and did not get to eat any today. metaphor is kind of going So, listeners, please, if you ever have a friend and he hasn't eaten in like eight hours... Don't don't get McDonald's. Also, yeah. also, also, listeners, if you have a friend and he's just he just drinks unbelievable amount of alcohol every single day, please call for help. <laughs> or be like me and just watch what happens. <laughs> be oh, a real friend and buy him beer. So. <laughs> and by the way, he, really he ate two hours ago, wasn't he? You fuckers! <laughs> so. Sometimes I wonder if I'm actually a dog. That lives in the house. He's becoming self-aware. Let's wrap this yeah. up. So, so, to, so to wrap it up, I really don't care for this Birds of Prey don't trailer. Don't give a shit about it. Hopefully, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to see it. Yeah, hopefully it's it. really good. Hopefully I'm mistaken, but I'm usually not. <laughs> I will but, say, in summation, you, you say I could be mistaken, you said I'm usually not. Yeah, usually not. <laughs> I will say it's for Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking to the guy who's... My sort of apathy towards this movie is colored by my experience with Suicide Squad. So I will say that... I mean... um, I am going to go into this with an unfair expectation because I hated Suicide Squad. I 
fucking hated it. But then when you set the bar so low, it's like maybe they can. <laughs> yeah, 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 but I'm gonna maybe be I'm gonna go in there, and from the beginning, I mean, from the credits, I'm gonna be judging this movie with the. I'm gonna watch shirt. the previews of yeah, other movies yeah. and be like, "This is gonna be shit." But <laughs> that said, Margot Robbie, I love you so so much, you sweet sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys. God, I hope uh, she listens one day. Uh, uh, I'm falling in love with you with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up. piece of shit talking to me. He's trying to wrap it up. Yeah, that's, we're going to wrap it up. we got some more, got some more beers to drink. So if you like what you're uh, listening to, subscribe, you know? Or not. I don't Support give a us shit. on Patreon. Actually, I do give a shit. We're on I, Patreon. I want this don't to, listen to John. I want this to pick up. Yeah, please subscribe to whatever channel you're listening to on this. We, uh, we're spread to different websites now. It's kind of cool. But anyway, guys, take it easy. All right. Uh, have fun. Love have you. a nice day. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>